Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up? I'm Ren, the host of Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Anchor be the way. With Anchor's creation tools, you can record and edit right from your smartphone and personal computer. Anchor offers 100% free hosting and distribution, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Anchor has everything you need to make a successful podcast all in one place. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash dancingwithmydemons69 and on Spotify, Dancing With My Demons. See you all soon. Later. Bye. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. This is episode eight, and I've entitled it, There's No Crying in Baseball. On this episode, I want to talk about at what point do we own our bipolar? At what point do we you know, take responsibility for our bipolar and the choices that we make? Or do we just give in and let our bipolar take us? It's really important to me. Um, I've been on a lot of uh bipolar support groups on social media and sometimes I would participate and sometimes I wouldn't sometimes I would just observe and just get different perspectives just to see how others such as myself feel in regards to their bipolar and how they handle it and I've noticed to some extent there's a quite a bit of negativity put on ourselves or on the bipolar like blaming the bipolar for the the decisions that we make in our life and you know almost like saying that the bipolar ruined us 
And it's really not true. You know, um, the bipolar doesn't ruin our lives. It's the choices that we make when we're going through a manic moment or a depressive moment that causes, you know, the outcome. You know, to some extent, it's still in our control to make those choices, even if it's just for that split second or that five to 10 seconds before we make a rash decision, to some extent, we still have control. We have a right to make that right choice. There is a certain sense of clarity still before we go into those either manic modes or depressive modes. And we have to start taking responsibility for that. We can't just allow our illness to take us and take full control of us because then, you know, at what point are we going to start getting better? At what point are we going to start managing our lives and coping and making better decisions to manage our lives? You know, on uh, on social media, you know, I, I see a lot of a lot of comments where you know people are playing the victim or doing the "woe is me." You know, the bipolar ruined my life. It's taken away my family. I've lost my job. I've lost my house because of the decisions I make. And they, they put it all on the bipolar and you really can, you know, it, it's an illness, but at the same time, it's our choice to manage it and how we manage it. You know, we can prevent these irrational decisions to an extent before they happen by how we handle ourselves, by how we manage our illness. You know, it's, it's no different than, you know, a cancer patient who may or may not survive, but they have a choice prior to either fight it, you know, by getting uh, treatment or by just letting the cancer take them. So it, it's that type of mentality that you have to start changing in, in your mind to start, you know, to be able to give yourself the opportunity to heal and start getting better and living as much of, of a normal life as we can managing our illness. We have to make start making these responsible decisions you know you you hear about it all the time these extreme conditions and even not so extreme but you hear about them whether you know joe from down the street decided he wanted to have an affair with you know john doe's you know the next door neighbor's wife and and then he wonder why you know he lost his marriage and he's blaming it all on the bipolar because he made a, a rash choice in his moment of in clarity well at some point you had a sense of clarity before you made that choice to do what you did and it was within that small window you have to resist you have at some point you have to fight and you have to resist those urges if not you're, you're just going to completely give into it then what's the point you know what are you you know what are you doing you know you can't just put it all on on that you know there's no there's really no victims in bipolar other than the people who have to put up with us the people that have to deal with our illness that are you know our our spouses our children our families our friends all the ones that have to pick up the pieces after we've caused damage those are the victims those are the ones that that unfortunately take the hit for us as well and have to pick up after us and that's not really fair to them those are the only victims to me as far as I'm concerned. And I know I'll probably, you know, take some flack for these comments, but it's true. There are no victims. You know, there, you know, as far as being a, 
you know, somebody with bipolar, I'm not a victim of my bipolar. It's something that, you know, whether I was born with it or it just gradually happened over time, for whatever reason, it's an illness that came to me. And knowing what I know now, I know there's no cure for it. I know that I have to manage it. And with that being said, I consciously have to make responsible decisions on how I handle my illness. I can't just blame everything on my illness for anything I do wrong. You know, if I make a mistake, I can't, you know, put it on my my illness. Are there circumstances surrounding it because of my illness? Absolutely. But to some extent, I still have a, a choice to make. There is still a moment of clarity that you get to, you know, say, is this right or wrong before you go into that depressive mode or before you go into that manic mode? You know, you do have to take ownership of it. You do have to take responsibility for it. It's very important that we in the mental illness community or bipolar community understand that about one another. You know, we can't give in to our illness. We can't. You know, I, I allude to the illness being a demon because that's what it is. If we let it, this demon will take advantage of every weakness that we have. It will seduce us. It will manipulate us. It will do everything in its power to trip us up and to cause us to fall apart and pick us apart piece by piece until there's nothing left of us for it to, to deal with. And that's exactly how I view my illness as. Do, does it have some positive attributes to it? Sure. But in no way, shape, or form do I think that this illness is, you know, a complete positive thing because it, it does has, have its negatives to it. And it can be very dangerous. And if you go down that slippery slope, it's so easy to ruin your life if you allow it by making these rash choices that you make. So this is, you know, I thought this to be a very important episode because I needed to put this out there because I do see that a lot in the bipolar support groups and the mental illness support groups. And I, I think rather than taking that approach, which I know is hard, trust me, you know, I am bipolar as well. And I deal with my crazy manic moments and I deal with my very heavy depressive moments. But I do recognize that at some point I have to take ownership of it. I have to be able to get up and go to work. I have to be able to go take a shower. I have to be able to pay my bills. I have to be able to do all these things still, even though I have this illness. You know, I, it, we have to be fighters. You know, this illness is, is no different than any other illness out there other than it's probably a little trickier. It, you know, it's no different in a, a sense of, you know, of a young child fighting for his life because he has leukemia, but is still fighting. Or a woman who just had a double mastectomy because, you know, she's got breast cancer and she's fighting for her life. Or a young man who was born with no limbs, but still manages to survive and function in this world and still be very productive. It's examples like that. You know, it's, it's no different than that person who feels so hopeless, he puts himself on the ledge and is contemplating something very terrible. But in an instant, in a moment of clarity, steps off and decides, no, 
I can do this. I can get past this and I will fight another day rather than taking an, an unnecessary choice where there's no return. It's just, it's this type of mentality. We have to keep reaffirming ourselves of the positivity that we need to be able to live our lives every single day. And I know all of our circumstances are different. You know, some are a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but we might have a little more benefits our way, more structure our way, more financial assistance our way, uh, more support in our way than others. You know, everybody's situation is obviously different, but always know that there is help out there. There is assistance that can help you through these times. And I, I want that for anybody who's listening out there to, to always know that, you know, you don't have to, to let this illness ruin your life or pick you apart and make you feel hopeless forever or feel like you're never going to get out of it because you will. Even if it takes the smallest step, there's always hope and there's always tomorrow to make things better. In an instant, you can do one little thing that will slowly start the road to recovery and getting back on your feet again. And it just takes the will and wanting to do it, even when you're feeling so crappy. Because trust me, bipolar is nothing more than one giant mindfuck that's going to keep at us for the rest of our lives. And unless we're willing to fight back and manage it and do everything that we need to do to manage it, it will just keep at us until it picks us apart. But I choose to keep fighting. And I want everybody else out there to choose to keep fighting because I know we are worth it. And it's very important that everybody out there listening understands that you have value in this world. Whether you feel it in that moment of hopelessness or not, you have value in this world, and you should know that. Do I expect everybody to be the, uh, you know, the rah-rah positivity cheerleader? No, because you're not going to feel that all the time. You're going to feel like crap at times, and you're not going to have any energy whatsoever. But always keep in the back of your mind, or keep reaffirming yourself in your mind, I can get through this, you know. I may not feel too great right now, but I know I will pass through this, and I will get through and I will do better later. Always keep reaffirming yourself that. If you ever find yourself in a very bad way due to circumstances of your mental health, where you find yourself needing food or having issues paying your bills or even needing childcare because you're in a bind and you have nobody to watch your kids, there is assistance out there. And if you just dial 211.org on your computer and look on the website or just dial 211 on your phone, there's an outlet for you to speak to somebody who can give you assistance. And this is sponsored by the United Way, by the way. Or if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're feeling so hopeless and so down, where you're feeling suicidal or contemplating suicide, please take a moment and reach out. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. There's always going to be an outlet for help out there. Don't don't let that hopeless feeling or that demon take you over. Once again, if you're feeling suicidal or contemplating suicide or, or just feeling so down that you're feeling that you might harm yourself, just call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And with that being said, I hope this episode helps somebody. 
you know, it's it, like I said, I started this podcast to be a voice, to get out what I have inside and to be able to speak my thoughts and how I deal and manage, you know, my bipolar. So I hope this helps somebody out there because I know it helped me being able to get it out. And the whole point besides having a voice is if I can get one person out there to feel better and to uplift and get better, then I feel like I've accomplished my purpose of having this podcast. So with that being said, stay healthy, stay strong in mind, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.